<clears throat> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Walking Purpose. This is episode 15. This is a special episode. So this episode, I decided to do it big and um, introduce y'all to HB Matt. This guy is amazing, amazing content. We have the same similar background. And the idea is us men coming together and pretty much breaking the stigma. Um, this is open conversation between him and myself about breaking the stigma. Um, feel free to introduce yourself in case anyone doesn't know who you are. Sure, sure. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm HB Mac. Um, I struggle with depression nine, ten years. Um, something that I didn't know what it was. Nobody never really said, "Hey, this is the signs of depression," or "Hey, you need to start talking to open up." So, um, at some point, I was suicidal about four or five years ago, and um, I realized the importance of just being out there and talking to people and expressing yourself not just to people but to the right people yeah um so it definitely turned me into a mental health advocate and i just decided to go on instagram and just tell my story but not only tell my story try to uplift people and spread the awareness especially to to guys yeah that that is a uh, that's amazing to do that because there are a lot of guys who are like you or myself probably going through the exact same thing we've been through or maybe worse and open up the conversation let's talk about the import the importance of breaking the stigma a lot of males feel like it's not okay for you to talk about your feelings it's not okay for you to open up to people you trust there are certain males right now who are going through what we've been through in the past got these ball of emotions ball of anger let's talk about the, the importance of breaking the stigma pretty much what that means to you uh it's very important um you know when i was growing up like uh being around my dad my uncles and my cousins uh it was always so hard on me not to express myself and not to show like the emotions. And like, if, even if it's sad and you want to cry, you keep it up, you man up, you know, the yeah. term man up. Um, yeah. you no, know, you, you're not, you know, you're not a woman, you don't show your emotions. So when I experienced like death for the first time and trying to understand what that was, but trying not to cry because if I was to cry, they would look down on me. So if I was to express myself, hey, I'm feeling like this today, or I'm not, I'm not comfortable like talking to a female because I don't know how to, you know, and then they'd be like, yeah, what are you, you soft, you know, and other terms like that. So um, realizing the importance of that, and when you're doing that to a kid, I was just like, oh, yo, I have to talk out and just let guys know it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Like the suicide thing, like, unfortunately, the numbers are way too high more guys attempt suicide than females because some some females are more open to like oh hey this is how i expect this is how i feel and you get that feedback of oh my goodness like i get it like i'm going through this and that but as guys it's like hey we ain't talking about basketball or football i really don't want to hear it man you know so for me it's very important to let them know like hey it's cool man it's cool to just express yourself yeah um that, that's a great point because I experienced the same thing as a child. I was the quiet type, you know, I was the introverted type, you know, little kid, small, wasn't, wasn't that tall. So I got into a lot of fights, <laughs> you know, this stuff, me being quiet and people think I'm a punk, people think I can speak up for myself. This, cause at the time I didn't understand what it was. I didn't know that I was going through depression at that age. A lot of times you're with depression, you think you're a grown up. No, it's a lot of stuff happens when you're a child. You know, mine started when I was in the fourth grade, and I got put out. I got put into um, 
special ed class, right? So imagine you're in a class full of 20 people, right? You get pulled out of class into another class with four people, right? And imagine going back into the classroom and your teacher tells you, you hear your teacher say, retarded kids are coming you know and my fourth grade self i'm like damn it hurt and i feel like that started the whole trigger down effect of me hiding my emotions hiding how i feel not able to express myself being shy with females in the beginning so i definitely can relate to like i want to talk to her but i'm mentally oh, yeah, jacked I, up i don't know how yeah yeah how, that's how. what you're thinking i, I don't know how i'm doing that i'm, just, I'm being awkward i'm, I'm Hi, yeah. and she's like, well, right. why you, you see, up in that... my face waving high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like, hi. <laughs> yeah, nah, I get it. So you've been awkward, like, staring at her, like, yeah. I want you to come over here, but yeah. at the time, but you But I don't know how to, to say it nice and yeah. smooth. It, well, yeah, no, nah, I don't I, know I, how to be I, smooth I, with it. Yeah. And I, for me, I struggled in, in school as well um, uh -huh. because, um, you know, there's different type of styles of learning, right? Yeah. And now that like we're now that times have moved forward and the technology that we have, we can kind of break down. Okay, this person needs this person's a a hands-on learner, or they learn just yeah. by reading it. Like you know, everybody learns differently. So right. I was more hands-on, but I was so timid to um, express myself. So like when I needed help in school because I didn't understand it, I never raised my hand. So like some things I used to like. You know, when you read out loud, like, hey, can you read this sentence out loud? And I used to get so nervous because it's like the spotlight is on me. So I never knew how to handle that. So then, it, like, as soon as I start picking up the book and, or picking up the, like, paper and be like, duh, and then everything just, like, looks all together. So I just started stuttering, not because of, oh, like, I'm dumb or something. It's like, never in my life, nobody actually valued my voice. I don't know how to handle this. So I just fold it. So they yeah. thought I had like a learning disability. They thought I was slow and whatnot. It wasn't I was slow. It was just one of the things of I never knew the importance of my voice. In my house, nobody really asked me for my opinion or mm -hmm. really wanted to hear what I had to say. Like, yeah, my little cousins did, but it's different when we're all like the same age. Yeah, but yeah. for an yeah. adult that's like trying to value my opinion, like, yeah, you know, my mom or dad talked to me like, hey, what do you want to eat? Like stuff like that, but not as far as like, Hey, I believe in you. This is like inst installing that like confidence of like, hey, it's okay. Take your time. Mm -hmm. Slow down. So yeah, I, I had the same thing because people were like, oh, it's something you can't read. It's like, nah, I, it's not that I can't read. I just never been in a spotlight like this. Yeah. Wow. Um, I feel like we're twins because I went through the exact <laughs> same problems. And at the time, I remember like, you know how like everybody is turn turn to read. I can read pretty well. Yeah. Read so good. And I guess at the time, you're already feeling low about yourself, right? Yeah. And you're already thinking the worst. We are our own worst enemy, especially as a kid, because as a kid, you, what, what everybody else feel is so important to you. Right or wrong, yeah. that's how kids feel, yeah. especially yeah. at that age. You want to feel and validated. You, you want validation. So at that point, I remember one day in particular, I went through the exact same thing, and we had to read a paragraph, right? And this is after the whole special ed thing, so I'm already feeling like, feeling like shit, pretty much. Yeah, of course. I'm in the back of the classroom. You know, I'm introvert. I don't want to be talking to nobody. If I got a question, I'm like, I'm not raising my hand. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to be in here. So I get to mark it up, raise, and I get the, you know how you get the, it is there, that, that part. And yeah, so, you're, yep. so you're frozen, 
but you're worried about everybody else. Yeah. Now, by myself, I'm like, okay, going through the whole thing. Yeah, like, no problem. No problem. Yeah, it's that spotlight. Like, oh, yeah. wait, hold on. And then I actually like, get to hear my voice out loud. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody laughs. Mm-hmm. So, no, yeah, no, I had the same thing. I had the same thing. Like, they thought I had like a, um, a learning disability or, or they just mm-hmm. thought I wasn't as progressive. Like on the test? Oh, yo, I, I got it. Boom, boom, boom. Let me get these 80s. Let me get these 90s. Let me get yeah. these hundreds. But then yeah. when it came to like expressing myself out loud, that's when I was I was trash. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Not because I I couldn't do it. It's just nobody really taught me how to really perform that way. Like most of a lot of people um bash the teachers and stuff like that, but most of the work is done at home. And as far as home, like, you know, my my mom's working, my dad's working. So like, yeah, they checking on me to say, hey, is your work done? Yeah, sure. But they're not like, let me see how he's performing out loud. Like, you know, my mom, like, hey, can you read a sentence? Yeah, sure. It's my mom. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I can read the sentence, no problem. But yeah, 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 yeah. when it's somebody else, it's like, oh, no, nah, this is this struggle. Like, yeah. I had to, um, in fourth grade, I had to do the I had a dream. No, in fifth grade, I had to do the I had a dream speech by Martin mm-hmm. Luther King. Yeah. In front of the entire school. Ooh. Say hey, yo, my mom's in the in the in there, and then like they wanted me to memorize it, and I was just like, this, this ain't gonna happen. <laughs> this yeah, ain't yeah, gonna yeah. happen. Right. And um, I did I did pretty well. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I did so well is because the advice that my teacher told me: act like it's just you and your mom in the room. And my mom was in the front row. Okay. And I was just like, okay, okay. cool. I nailed uh, about seventy five percent of it. Okay. And then I got to a certain part and I looked up and then I hear like, you know, one of my, my, my classmates, hurry up already. And that's when the world just is like, I was like, Oh Dang. my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I, I started like, <laughs> I just, I went back to like that, that kid that was, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, 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 and then I had to like, mm-hmm. cause I had asthma at that, at that point. So I'm like hyperventilating. And I'm like, Oh my yeah, God. You, and I looked up and I was just like, okay. Yeah. Hi, right, there goes my mom. I can do this. And the kid was just not being, not trying to be rude, but he wanted to do his part because his his parents had the his parents had the old school camcorder trying to hurry up and go to work to record it. So I was like, okay, I, I now that I, after that he told me he wasn't trying to be rude. He was like, yo, my mom's trying to hurry up to go to work, man. Oh, I was okay, like, I, okay. I, I okay. get it, but still, yeah. like, you know, yeah. I, I fold it. Yeah. And this um, it's it's kind of amazing how like what you say to a child at an early age can affect them. Like for me, I work in a school system, right? So I do security, but I don't look at it as I do one job. Yeah. I look at it as I'm somebody's big brother. I'm somebody's father figure. While I'm there getting paid, whatever I'm getting paid, at least I'm going to so and so somebody while I'm there. Or to get yeah. somebody advice, I'm never going to say, oh, you're retarded or you're this or yeah. you're that. You never know how that one word can be a trigger for the rest of someone's life. If I got to sow a seed to anybody at that while I'm around anybody, I want to make sure that I'm sowing something positive. You know, it's just amazing how, like, as a child, what you go through can shape, unfortunately, in some cases, what you go through in the future. Um, so, if you were being a father, I'm not a father yet, you know, when we get yeah. married, I'm sure, like, when you get older, I mean, when they get older, you'll definitely instill that, that mindset of, I guess being like in a better place than you was when you was a kid. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know. What yeah. I'm the, the the overall goal is to try to make their life yeah, yeah. 
better than yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want the best for them. Yeah, no. Right. No, uh, yeah, no, definitely that. Like even now, my um, my daughter's two, mm-hmm. and I do um, I do like uh, my wife and I do like a lot of reading, Ooh. a lot of reading to her. And like obviously, she's not going to get anything. Like a lot of it, you know, she's still trying to learn how to pronounce some of the words. Right. And um, one day, um, so I kept like I decided to read this book about colors. It just teaches the kids the basics of color. So one day, after like a month of like just reading this book every day to her and doing it in different learning styles, mm-hmm. we go for a walk around the park and she stopped and she looked at the stop sign and she said, red. And I was just like, oh man, that's it. Yeah. The fact that now she's like, she knows what it was. She was so confident enough to know right. and point and identify that's red. And mm-hmm. then when she saw um, a yellow sign, they, you know, the yield sign, she's like, yellow? And I'm like, yeah, this is dope. Yeah, this is what is. I want her to, to understand, like, good. yo, the confidence of using her voice and the power of her voice, you know, because that, like, I, I understood a little bit of it, but I didn't know how much or how powerful my voice was. Yeah, that, that's, um, that's great. I'm sure that got make you feel like real good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes you feel real good until she started yeah. talking back. Then I'm like, all right, all right. Not yet. <laughs> You're like, hold on, <laughs> not yet. Hold on. <laughs> makes yeah. sense. It makes yeah. sense of just, just bringing, um, putting that child into the right mindset. And speaking yeah. of right mindset, dude, this is my my question to both of us, pretty much. If you can go back to your fourth grade self, right? What advice would you give yourself when you were younger? Hmm. Honestly, I think the best advice I would I would give myself is the confidence. Like it's okay to to fail. It's okay to the 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 you know the baby steps. It's okay because those yeah. baby steps lead into mm-hmm. major steps. So I think I would just be be more like, hey, it's okay. Don't worry about it. We all go through those hurdles, those little stumbles. I think that that's probably the best thing. What about yourself? I feel like when I go back to my full grade self, I, I would tell myself, um, stop beating yourself up. Yeah. When, um, I feel like at the time I was like my worst enemy in a sense. It's unfortunate that that followed me up to always if I was like 25, 26. You know, like stop beating yourself up. Like you're, you're fine. You're, you're going to be amazing. If I'm my full grade self can see what I'm doing right now, I'm like, okay. And yeah, I'm sure it's not gonna be that bad. It's not gonna be like, that oh, bad. Wait a yeah. yeah, yeah. You tell me to hurry up. Yeah. So watch. You know, so yeah, yeah. it's like it's it's not that bad. And it's like, imagine if we knew we knew in high school. Why yeah. Things yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's it's not it's not that bad. And speaking of not that bad, just switching gears pretty much as far as like I went through a point of anger, right? When I was a kid, young adult, unfortunately. Like having that ball of emotions, right? Ball, ball of emotions. Uh, let's talk about the importance of releasing your anger in a positive way or find the outlet. Did you find the outlet in the midst of rebounding depression and recovering? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, um, the biggest thing, because I used to play um, a basketball, so the biggest thing, my outlet was basketball. Um, being able to play pretty much close to a very high level because of the circuit that I was in, I was playing against probably about seven to 10 people who made it to the NBA. Oh, wow. So that let me know I was in a ballpark. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, so then people like around my way, they like, yo, man, like, I still can't believe you didn't make it. Like, 
he was like the complete package and and being like that good and realizing like how good i am not like on a cocky level but like oh hey this is a world that i can control so that was something that i was so comfortable like all right i'm stressed out i'm just gonna go play basketball whether i i drop 20 points or i drop 10 points it was a world that i can control i'm one of the people that like I don't care about scoring. I I'm mainly care about getting people involved. Why? Because everybody wants to play. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and be like, yo, isolation, I'm Kobe on the block. Like, I can be, but I chose not to because I know, like, yo, I'm opening and you're like, yo, I ain't playing defense, man. This kid never passed the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Being in that world and be like, yeah. yo, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good at that. That helped me do the outlet. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm going to play basketball because I can control that because I can't control my my emotions outside of that but i can control whatever anger like if i was mad at my parents for say i go out there and i'm ball off for about four hours and i'm like all right cool i'm not even yeah. mad at them no more i got all that frustration out because i ran it out and i won about four or five games so i'm good you know what about yourself anything that you you was like okay let me go do this or this may work for me for me it was a, like a couple of things right um I'm going to say, like, 20, 2010, I started going to the gym. Actually, my mom took me to the gym. She'd been into the gym since she was, like, 21. And she's like, let's go to the gym. I'm like, no, gym. What's that for? <laughs> At the time, I didn't know, you know. I go in the yeah. gym, I got, this, I got this baggy shirt on, got this baggy sweatpants, and I'm walking around like, maybe if I put my own to this, I would feel good about myself. So I started to work on myself. I started to hang around different people. I met my best friend. This guy looks looks like Bruce Leroy. Got zero percent body fat. Yeah. Let's work out together. You know what I'm saying? And and Leroy. I told him, yeah, he's actually yeah. on the first episode, right? Yeah, my yeah, yeah. I seen him. I seen the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, man, just wait to start losing weight, man. You gonna get this? You gonna get that? You gonna get so much action? I'm like, all right. Started to lose weight, and I realized I started to feel good about myself. Start getting that confidence. As a single male in his 20s, 23, 24, 25, I feel like I can have anybody I want. Yeah. And I started dating. I started, like, started doing this person, started dating that person. I was never a dog, which is good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I was single. I started to feel good about myself, right? But there was still a factor where I was angry. Okay, I'm lifting weights. What else can I do? My same best friend took me to martial arts. So now I got that discipline to factor. Instead of, if I didn't have that, I feel like I'd be in jail somewhere, to be honest with you. Because as a, as a man, as a black man, to be honest, being in this country, even back then, was still hard. You know, yeah. carrying that extra weight, carrying that extra anger, and gaining belts, gaining discipline, you know, learning how to control your emotions when you're upset, that helped a lot. So you got lifting weights, you got fitness, and that was like a major factor. Now, for me, I got fast forward to this year, right? And the hard truth was when the pandemic first happened, right? Again, I'm working 13, 12 hours a day. I didn't had this idea for other occasions then, to be honest. I had a whole fitness, fitness company that I, I lost my passion with and I was so frustrated to the point where me and my fiance are looking at a video from Sarah Jakes. And I felt like she was looking right at me, talking to me. <laughs> Like, literally like this. And yeah, yeah, yeah. she's saying, I know you lost your passion, but it's time to start over. And I felt like I was like, bam. What am I, 
was that posting me at the time? I was like, okay, it's my fiance. She has a group for women, right? Doing amazing stuff for women, right? And I'm sitting on the side, she's doing interviews, right? I'm like, why got why now for guys? Why, why you know, I want to uplift somebody one day. It's crazy how you can say something out your mouth and a law of attraction will bring something in your mind, right? Yeah, you gotta speak into like, existence. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's you. And I was like, okay, uplift king, let me just start this and start speaking out. So at this time during this pandemic, I got time to spend time with myself. Yeah. Not only having the, the physical aspect, the discipline aspect, having that freedom of knowing who you are. It's different to be in love with your wife, your fiance, but you have to be in love with yourself. I tell people that all the time. And the most important if person I'm not, you have to love yeah, is yourself. Right. Because if I'm not loving myself, I can't do her, I can't do her no good. Yeah. You know, I can't. And it's like, I feel damn good about myself. Yo, <laughs> you yeah, know? Of course. And I'm sure you, you share the same same aspect of how important self-love is to you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about um self-care. Like, um when like when I was in that dark place, um mm-hmm. and learning some techniques, because um when I was um I had uh checked myself into like a mental hospital to because of um this was like the first time in life I never felt comfortable in my own skin to a point where it's like, okay, for three nights in a row I try to harm myself, oh. right? And then now, like, like the one time when I thought, like, this was it, and I'm like, yo, I woke up, I'm going to try to harm myself again tonight, and I'm going to just, like, OD as much as I can. And to have uh, my ex-girlfriend at the time, now my wife, to come in and, like, knock on the door. I was like, yeah, that's a sign right there, right? So I put myself in there, and I tried to get the, the help. And um, realizing, like, while I was there, okay, let me write and see what's wrong and not realizing that the me writing grabbing they give you a journal to like draw do whatever you want and me writing out whatever emotions i had during that time and i was like yo this is like self-care man this is therapeutic right here yeah. because the guy yeah. the guy that i was dealing with that was um psychiatrist who was running over the whole the whole like facility he was trash like i'm not gonna lie there's like we had a two-minute conversation and Okay, he talked to me for two minutes. It wasn't even a conversation. Oh, okay. And he was trying to, to prescribe a drug. Uh, you know, my wife is in the medical field, so I'm like, yo, what's this? And, and she was like, yo, don't, don't take that. That's literally going to change who you are. And I'm like, wow. okay. So, you know, he kept trying to tell me to take it, take it. And I'm like, no, I'm not taking it. And it's like, I came here. I was like, you haven't had a conversation with me. You read um, what the nurse talked to me about. and you, you never like figure out who I was or what was the core problem. You literally put pen to paper and told me to take this. And then I said, no, I'm not taking that. Then you put yeah. another pen to paper and told me to take this. And he's like, literally looked at me and said, you're not leaving this place until you take it. And I was like, yeah, first of all, I volunteered myself in here. It's not like the cops came and was like, yo, he needs to be in here. It's like, it's a difference. Therefore, you know, you guys are supposed to break me down for three days to see do I really need to be here? Or is it just one of those, like, you know, he just snapped, right? And right. I told him, I said, I'm, I'm broken. Mm-hmm. I came here to be healed. You're not healing me with a job. Wow. Once I said that uh, and questioned his, um, his methods, he started insulting me 
And when he started insulting me, it was like, do you understand these words that I'm using? I know you're from the Bronx. Or do you, like, can your brain comprehend this? And I was like, okay. And I was like, first of all, if you're trying to get an attitude out of me to show that I need this, because, like, you know, they, they put you in a jacket and throw you in a room or something like that. Yeah, so I was like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But right. I was like, I'm going to tell you one thing, though. If we wasn't in here, I guarantee you, if we was outside, you wouldn't have said that to me. Right. He smiled and laughed. So, but while I was there, I was learning how much it was therapeutic and how much it was like self-love about just sharing my thoughts with the pen and paper and expressing myself. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is self-love. This, nobody never taught me that. Like, this is, okay, I can go play basketball. Like, it was like 20 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. But it was like, okay, but I have this pen and pad with me or pencil and pad with me for however long. And I could just write and share my, th- and I did a lot of that. Yeah. Did a lot of that. And then while I was there, I met a lot of cool people who we all was there for the same reason. We just snapped because right. nobody taught us how to express ourselves. Mm. And I was like, okay, once I learn how to heal, I'm going to start sharing my story because I don't, there's 20 of us and not everybody looked like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was four girls and 10 guys. What does that say? So I was like, yo, clearly the guys don't know how to express themselves. So the girls, they just had a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, I got it. I have to learn how to heal myself so I can help others. Like they say, yeah. put the own oxygen mask on first before you help others. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. That, that's so deep. Uh, speaking of guys like expressing themselves and um, as far as like emotions and how you feel, have you ever experienced a moment? It's a question both of us, of course. But um, have you experienced a moment where you? Let's say you're in that moment of depression, you're still battling, right? When you went out to ask for help from a person, whether it's your friend, whether it's anybody in particular, where you like, hey, I need help, can you help me? And a person rejects you. Have you ever experienced that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I experienced that with some of my guy friends. Um, I try to express myself with them. And they kind of like, like laughed at me, not in a, a, in a sense like, yo, he's crazy. Like, I, they, they laughed at me in the sense like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to help my boy out. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yo, like I feel the same, but you know, I don't really know what to say to him because nobody's, nobody's being an advocate for mental health during this time. Nobody's being yeah, an advocate for going to see a therapist. Yeah. So we all, what sucks is like we all, all of us are coming from broken homes, right? Where our mom and dads are not together. So yeah. it's like, yo, like, their dads taught them the same thing. And their moms, like, was there for them, but not in the sense of, like, hey, you know, it's okay to show your emotions to be manly. So when I have three of my friends looking at me, like, yo, I don't even know how to help my boy out, man. Yo, just keep your head up. You know, they was laughing, like, yo, not, like, laughing, like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get like, it. Yeah, you know, like, ha, mm-hmm. oh, man, like, yo. I'm going through the same thing too, bro. I don't know what to say, you know, in that type of aspect. And that's and that's legit. Sometimes they, you don't know what to say. And, you know, it's like, I can't heal you if I don't heal myself. You know, and it's like, I'm laughing, but I can't, I can't give you that. I've yeah. been through that too. And um, I remember one day, the same, you know, you remember back in the day when I had like AOL Messenger? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The so dial-up. I had a, <laughs> yeah. Was it never, an age, sex, location? <laughs> yeah. Well, like the video. Yeah. 
take going, going back on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so they had like the video message, right? And I had like a long relationship, right? And at the time, I'm expressing myself to my girlfriend at the time, right? I'm in tears <laughs> to the point where like this is my last hope. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, um, I'm like, uh, hey, um, I- I'm going through this problem. I didn't know. I didn't know it was depression though. Yeah. I, d- I didn't know what it was. There's always this feeling like I'm feeling sad. And it was all like a like a black cloud following me where I went. So I'm trying to express myself. I'm in tears. I feel like killing myself. I don't want to be here no more. Like, can you help me? I got tears going down my face and all this. I'm just bawling. It's the ugly cry. It's the yeah. ugly cry. <laughs> and so she's looking at me. She paused for like 10 seconds. Like, I could laugh. And, and that was like the biggest knife in my heart and just turned it in a sense of like now I feel like after that I feel like I can't express myself yeah. and I can't go to or I can't go to nobody and for a man that's that's scary you know you feel like my rock. yeah you're supposed to be you supposed to be my rock yeah. and all this yeah, and supposed to hold me down you know the time and you and you and the same week I found like you cheating on me so it's like oh yeah it was like oh. It's like, so you get that. There, there goes the signs right there saying that you wasn't meant for me. Yeah, and then God was like, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, This is an angel in disguise, bro. I'm trying to help you out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of guys going through the exact same problem, but probably FaceTime. You know? but, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, then I like, and then now it's like, a lot of my God cousins and friends are like, why are you getting this pressure? Why are you getting how you feel? I couldn't. And this, it may sound crazy, but at the time, I was like, I don't know how to express myself because I don't have a father in my life at the time. You know, I got yeah, my mom, sure. and I love my mom to death. She did an amazing job on me. But it's only one parent can only do so much. Only one parent can do so much. It's certain, yeah. it's certain tools that a, a man can give you, you know? Because yeah. yeah. uh, you got to have that balance of being who you are, and it's just, I don't know yeah. how to balance that out, you know? Yeah. And for me, that was that was scary. And, and this is now, before you started taking up um, martial arts. Way before I started okay, martial so, arts in yeah. 2010. This is like uh, 2008. Okay, so this yeah, is so like you two, didn't understand the, the discipline, understand how to separate. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know how to understand how to separate it. You know, I was always angry and always just feeling like, at the time, also, I didn't have no career career goals. You know, so imagine. Like you got no career goals for yourself. You're working in a fast food place. Your yep. girlfriend cheating on you. You're expressing yourself. It's like, why am I here again? I'm I'm all lost. Like I don't even know where to start. Yeah. 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 So no, nah, no, nah, I definitely get it. That that is that is that is scary. And it's um, and to the point now where my dad, we got the great relationship. To the okay. point where I'm going to interview him and have a father son talk about That's healing. good. That's good. You know. That's good. The, I remember one day, right, I had uh, my first speaking opportunity on stage in front of an audience, and my dad was going to be there, but he had to work, right? So this is last year, last November, and he didn't make it. He called me afterwards. I'm in the car, right? And these are the words that I always wanted to hear from my father, right? And he's like, son, I'm proud of you. Son, I love you. And he lives like, let's say, 30 minutes from me, right? I'm getting home in the parking lot. I'm in the car with my mom and my fiance, right? I'm feeling good. But my dad was like, I'm coming by to give you a hug. And now my 30, 
three years of living, I never had that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what it's like to have my father. Yeah. You know, he came back. And a sense of encouragement, yeah. A sense of encouragement. Yeah. And at that moment, I started to understand, like, how the importance of a, of a male relationship, a male saying, hey, bro, I'm just checking on you. How you feeling? Or, hey, like, my best friend's like, yo, bro, I love you. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. most of are like, Hey, no, it ain't. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm like saying. I do. I do it with my my, my cousins, my my my, yeah. my friends. I call them uh-huh. bros, and I'm like, yo, bro, I love y'all, man. I'm just checking in. Y'all good? All right, cool. And they understand, like, oh, okay. He making sure, like, mentally, I'm good. You know? Yeah. yeah no, I definitely get it. I. So my father and I, um, we bumped heads a lot um, mm-hmm. because a lot of the the frustration I had on him, like my sister had died of uh, cancer, so it was like, we was kind of close but never really close like you know i know like i was depressed and i was like yo there's something wrong with my dad because i'm starting to see him like drink a lot more so when i called him out on it you know nobody no guy likes to be called out on hey hey this hey hey something up what's up what's up with that you know yeah yeah, um so we started bumping heads a lot and then when i got to a place of like once i started becoming an adult and i told him like yo look because of the way y'all raised me and me not controlling my emotions i try to i try to kill myself a few times and he like not even like hey why he like exploded on me right oh wow so i was like okay cool i i you have a right to to feel mad i guess if you want to but hear me out and then when i try to call him out on it um and tell him he's like what about this and this and this and i was like oh okay so i've been out in tampa for about eight years, how many times you came to visit me? I I gotta work, I gotta work. And I said, okay. And I set an example, I was like, okay, so what about the time we booked a day for you to come down? I took off work for the entire week so you could come kick it with me, but instead you you kicked it with some some chick that you're not even hanging out with anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like, how do you think I feel mentally about that? And he was like, yo, but you always gonna be here, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's the mindset that that's, that's wrong. God forbid, I can go in the car, you know, and accident, and I'm dead. Or God forbid, like, you know, you just never know. Tomorrow's not yeah. promised. That's right. what mm-hmm. essentially I was trying to tell him. So I was like, at some point in life, you're going to get older. And you're going to look back and be like, damn, I wish I spent more time with my son. Yeah. Fast forward. Um, so, like, you know, we, we, we try to work it out. I'm trying to, like, be calm and cool. And it's just like, you know what? You're toxic for me. So I just stopped talking to him for a whole year. So he's like texting, calling, and I'm just not picking up, right? And and he's like, yo, you know, like, yo, you got a daughter. I just want to see what's up, yada, yada, yada. Like, and I'm just not responding because I was like, the energy that you're providing around me is toxic. Therefore, the way you treated me, I'm not going to allow you to treat my daughter like that, nor my wife. I went through a lot for my 30 plus years with you. Mm-hmm. My child doesn't deserve this. My wife doesn't deserve this. So after the year, um, I decided to call him after Kobe. Once Kobe had died in a plane crash, right? Because we relate to basketball very well, him and I. And I was like, you know what? Kobe's the perfect example of, like, nothing's promised. So we, we, we talked, and we had an adult conversation. And he was like, I'm sorry for the way I treated you. Can I see my granddaughter? I want to see this and this and that. He's like, but, you know, I'm going to try to come down in March. And COVID happened. So I said, well, Dad, you can't come down. 
But you know, like cell phones, they create a FaceTime now. So now we try to FaceTime. We try to walk, walk and talk with everything, like, you know, our relationship. Now he understands the importance of, damn, my son is right. Tomorrow's not promised. Because my son just blocked me out like that. So it, it does help. And then afterwards, um, like he found out, like my wife is pregnant. And he's just like, yeah, I see you doing these videos and these posts every day. And you're telling your story and you're touching guys in a way that I never seen like some guys. He shared like one of my things and one of his friends was like, man, I was going through this today, man. Your son is so good. And this guy's older than me, obviously. And uh, like 20 something years older than me. And he's like, yo, man, I wish somebody was like that in my life. And I was like, yo, you see all guys, like doesn't matter what age it is. It's the way that we're raising people and the, the influence that we have on male. So it's like, yo, you can still be manly and vulnerable. I tell people that all the time. It doesn't make you weak. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's good to hear that, man. And my dad had called me and was just like, yo, son, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Touching didn't people's that, in didn't a way. that feel good, though? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it was like, wow, you know. He missed a lot of my AAU games. Um, and for him to be like, yo, I'm proud of you for this. Like, you're a better man than me. Like, you're married. You have kids. Not like multiple kids from different women. Like you have a family. You're setting their prime example for a male to like, yo, it, it can happen. And that's that's got to feel great because my dad told me. Oh, that. yeah. And I remember when I was like 20, 25, 26, I told him I forgive you. And, and, he, and he told me recently, he's like, you told me you forgive me. Like that's the best birthday, Christmas gift. I've ever gotten in. and to this day, like every time I text him, he call me. <laughs> to, to this day, we post hang up today, matter of fact, and just and I realize like how important that is. You know, just like when I have kids, I'm, I'm gonna instill the love that I never gotten from my male. Yeah, you know how important. I'm that heavy is. on telling my kids every yeah. day, yeah, every night I love you. Yeah, even when they they drive me nuts, I'm like, <laughs> I still love you. I still love yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's that's so important just to have that 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 male love, you know, and yeah. we, we do need love, you know. We yeah. need that that escape. We need to express ourselves. And it's like for me recently, we're human. Like, mm-hmm, we're human. And that's something my fiance told me because we first got together, right? We've been together three years. And I had like two major deaths in the family. My grandma's my aunt, like back to back. Grandma is like the hardest one, man. Grandma was, was grandma still. That's the glue of the family. That's like the glue of everybody's family. Yeah, and, and that still hurts. And yeah, time she wasn't even my girlfriend. We were just friends, and she called me every single day to see how I was doing. Right, and remember, in the beginning of when we were talking, I said how I expressed myself was crying to another female, and how I was feeling. So we on Facetime, and she goes, "How you feeling?" I said, "I'm okay. I'm trying to shrug it off." Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying yeah, to like look her in the eye and like, I'm good. Yeah. She goes, no, she said, look at me. I'm like, yeah, look at me. She says, it's okay, you cry. It's okay. And it may be a basic sentence, but that should help. Okay. And that's when I realized, like, it's okay for us to be males. We can still be in our feelings, express ourselves, and still be that man. That king, you know, especially what I'm from the opposite sex. Yes. Oh my goodness, it's a relief. Yes. <laughs> it's a relief. It's like, yo, I don't have to carry this elephant on yes. my chest anymore, my shoulders. Like, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. And um, and she told me she said, if you feel like you're on zero percent, 
and you're crying, I don't care what spend times where I've been like grieving my grandma, she'd be like, come here. Yeah. Come here. And I wasn't used to that. You know, to that, that's very important for for any guy who's listening to this interview and thinking like, oh, I gotta be uh, Oh, yeah. it's okay. Matter of fact, if you hear that from your woman, you got you a good one. Yeah, she a keeper. She, she a keeper. keeper. <laughs> she a keeper. <laughs> it's it's so hard. I when I was um single and mingling, doing my thing, mm-hmm. and um, and like some girls could tell, like, hey, yo, you okay? You you just need a moment to yourself. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I need a moment. And then I probably had maybe one out of all like all the little girls I was dealing with, or you know, during that time, yeah. and that was like, yo, it's okay to to show some emotions. You don't have to be so hard on yourself. You don't have to be so like strong and mighty. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> like I only heard that from like one other girl. And yeah. I was like my ex who is now my wife. But I was just uh-huh. like, out of all the other little girls I was dealing with during that time, uh, during my like, you know, college phase, I'll call it. I was like, wow, I never heard someone say it in that manner. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's okay. It's okay. And it was so weird to hear that. And then she was saying like to me, because she came from where her family was together. Okay. Like her mom and dad lived together. They was in a great marriage. And I said, as I said earlier, like my parents wasn't, nah, it was like, I see dad on the weekends. I'm chilling with mom during the week, doing the whole school thing. So I never really saw that. And I was like, weird for me. I was like, wait, hold on. This is this is normal for you to like she's like, Yeah, my mom tells my dad all this and that. And I was just like, maybe because it's like, you know, where I'm from, I just never seen that. And she was like, Oh, it's okay yeah, yeah, to express yeah. yourself. It's okay to do that. Like you yeah. it's a, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I was like, Okay, cool. What I did, cut her off. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is weird. I was like, Oh, yeah, you, you know, like, yeah. yeah. I, did, I was like, yo, I, like, all right, we're done. Like this this is over. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, was it something I said? And I was just like, because I did not know how to respond to that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, she was um, she was like black or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, all right, this is too much for me. I'm out, you know? But I think now, like, you know, being mature enough now and understanding like, yeah. the importance of expressing, expressing yourself and having someone that's in your corner that's saying it's fine, it's like a relief. Yeah, that, 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 that's the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> And having yeah. someone in your corner, like, you know, no matter what, we here, we tight, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. That, man, like having that glue that ho- holds you together pretty much. You know, um, so my last question is before we go, man, both of us. Um, if it if let's say there's a man who's watching this video on YouTube or Instagram, whatever, and and they're they're like battling depression, they're running suicide, they feel like it's not okay to express themselves. What advice would you give that person? I would give them the same advice I gave myself. Reach out to the person who you feel like you can connect with the most. Not on some like, oh, they make me feel good. But on some, if I call them, they're going to tell me the truth. It's going to hurt, but they're going to tell me the truth where I need to hear Mm-hmm. sometimes like uh, my mindset was like yo I'm gonna reach out to this person because they're always gonna root for me they ain't gonna be too hard on me instead like you know I reached out to my ex-girlfriend who she didn't 
she didn't have to like really be there. She could have just been like, all right, well, you figure this out. But I expressed myself and how I was during that mindset. And she told me the things that I needed to hear. She was like, hey, why don't you just call the suicide hotline and see if they can help you out? I never even thought about that. Yeah. And then she's like, hey, let's go find you, find a way for you to get help. Mm-hmm. That was the most important thing. And I think that's something that I try to tell everyone. Like, if you're really going through something, speak to someone who's going to provide what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. That, that is what about it. yourself? Um, for anybody who's watched this video and you're scrolling through it and this happens to catch your attention, and we pray that it will, and let's say you're going through depression, you feel like it's hopeless. You feel like you want to give up. You feel like knowing your corner. And you feel like as a man, it's not okay to talk about your feelings. I'm talking to whoever's looking at this, this interview, and let's just say it's okay to not be okay. What I mean is, first, identify what your feelings Identify what's causing the problem. Identify where it's coming from. Identify with your emotions. Secondly, I would say, like, like you just said, somebody you trust, reach out to them. Somebody you trust, somebody that won't judge you. Somebody that won't laugh at you, whether it's a male or female, aunt, whatever, uncle, whatever the case may be. Somebody you trust. And f- listen to someone who you can trust, someone who'd rather hear you vent than attend your funeral looking sad. Say it again. And yeah. the honest, the, and the harsh truth is, some people will really laugh at your story and then cry at your funeral. And you're here for a reason. Whoever is saying this interview, it's okay to talk about your feelings. It's okay to that word "man up" be thrown out the window forever. Yeah, doesn't it exist. exist. It does yeah. doesn't exist. You are a man. You are a king. Walk with your head up high. And well said. Well said. I want to say thank you, brother. We definitely. Oh, do thank you, man. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. I feel like a. I feel like it's gonna be a, a monthly series going on me and you because we're so serious. <laughs> yeah, I, I told you I'm all open for it, man. Because I'm all about okay. sending messages. Okay. To people like yo, like like even if you're not a guy and you're listening to this, it's it's okay, like to really express yourself, man. Mm-hmm. Like s- simple as that. Like yeah, it's okay to not be okay and identifying that too that's key it's like yeah oh there's something's wrong with me so before we go um let people know where to find you on your instagram facebook uh, whatever you got going on got you yeah you can find me on instagram and facebook at hbmac m-a-c-k um i post pretty much every day the only day i don't post is sunday i believe in um everybody having their their mental day and Sunday is my mental day with the fam. So, so you can catch me. I try to provide enough content. Uh, some days I feel like I don't, but no, you, do. you know, great content. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, I'm already posting three times, three times a day, man. I need to break content. More, but you know what? Appreciate yeah. it, man. But yeah, you can always find me on Facebook, Instagram. Um, and I probably have some other stuff in the works by the time this comes out. But yeah, man, I, as I always said, man, I appreciate you having me up on here, Craig. Thank you, no problem. Anybody that's uh, um, looking for where to find me, my personal page is He Is Dark Superman. That is my awesome ego. I'm in the gym and lifting weights. It's more of <laughs> more of fitness and motivation kind of mixed together. Um, for Uplift Kings, it's called Let's Uplift Kings on Instagram. Uplift Kings podcast is every Sunday you will see a new video. Uh, every Wednesday you will see a new video of a guy speaking to you or whoever needs advice. 
The idea is to provide advice for people all over the world who look like us and don't look like us and not the same age or older. So feel free to reach out to both of us. You're definitely going to see our faces over, <laughs> yeah. over and over again. Yeah. I promise you that. Yeah. Thank you so much.